Who wants to tell you who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine. The new tropics for the brain. It's coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and let's get this thing started. Welcome back to Java Chat, everybody. Java, Java, Java. If you're if you're wondering why I'm smiling like this, it's because of our guest <laughs> and some of the fun shit that we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yes, we are. When 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 what is it? Uh, when your guest comes on and goes, one of us has been tased before. You know it's going to be a good interview. <laughs> you know it's going to be a good interview. There's much this, and it was tased, not caffeinated. Tased. Let me make that clear. Um, but she loves coffee too. That's interesting. I, she's got her cup. I got my cup. Um, I got my copies. I'm, I'm on the comments. Have been disabled. Tip today. So I like Very your. Nice. I like your mug though. That's cool. I bought That's... myself a world's best mom, but it's in the it's in the laundry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I was trying to keep this down to 45 minutes. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> um, so. So everybody knows how this goes. We always this is this is the formatted version. I, I can almost guarantee you guys we're gonna have Lisa back because our pre-show was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Lisa, if you would, we always we always ask our guests to kind of explain who they are, where they're from, how they got to where they're at, just a little bit of history and who you are. Would you mind sharing that bit? Because you did you did go through some you did go through some stuff when you were young um, that that brought you into a, a journey that brought you forward to today. And how how did that go? Yeah, thank you, Michael. And I want to thank you for having me on this show. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to it for a while. <laughs> My story is I'm Lisa David Olson. I wrote a book and why, why the hell would I write a book? Who cares? And I'll answer. I'm glad I asked me that because. <laughs> well, here, here. You wrote a book. Why? <laughs> you can go take, go have lunch, Michael. I got this. I'll be back soon. Um, <laughs> I wrote a book to share my story that I was raised in a traumatic childhood and that's not unique, yeah. but it is unique to share it and put it out there. And it took me a while to, to find my brave pants and know that I don't have initials after my name. I, why in the hell would anybody want my story? And when you have all that self-doubt, because everyone listening has a story mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. when you have that self-doubt, that's your inner voice. Yeah. Never let the inner voice win. Give the yep. inner voice, the troll face and the name and say, get out of my house, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. it's, it's terrible. That's what you should do when you're doubting yourself, because if you just write it, it yeah. doesn't matter if you ever actually produce it. Right. So in writing my story, memories came back to me. My mother was uh, a functioning alcoholic. The woman worked just always was a worker. And I definitely got work ethic from her. Wait, she was a workaholic as well as a functional alcoholic? Yeah, I never thought of that both side by side. Yes, yes. Yeah, I never, mean, I've, I've never heard of that before. I, I, yeah. that's, that's a first. Wow. Yeah, that's why I say functioning alcoholic. I like the way you point that out. But she, she thought she was not an alcoholic because she didn't take a drink in the first thing in the day. Well, of course, she was enabling herself to do that. But there Absolutely. were times where she would pretend to faint. Mm -hmm. uh, there's four kids in my family and she would just be on the floor. It got to the point where she pretended to be sick and she was showing us the thermometer, the old style. Yeah. You know, the old mercury. Thermometer yeah. With the mercury in it. And I came around a corner and saw her holding it on a light bulb. And she was in shock that I saw her doing that. And so trust 
remains a huge issue for me. Mm-hmm. Just huge. Yeah. And <clears throat> sometimes when she would faint, I'm not proud to say, but I was a kid. We stepped over her to turn the channel. So I'm old enough that we didn't have a remote. Our remote was punching little brother and saying, go turn the channel. The yeah. pliers is on top. Well, because the yeah. handles are always broken off. I'm, and there's I'm, no I'm, I was the remote. So I remember. <laughs> Trigger. Trigger. Yeah. I bet you did a fine job, Michael. I yeah, bet you did. Well, yeah, well, well. <laughs> and it's, it's thanks so for, Thanks for bringing back the depression. I appreciate it. That's really <laughs> sip your coffee. Uh-huh. It's so weird to say that it was normal to step over your mother who was feigning fainting and to go turn on Gilligan's Island, but that's the facts. I mean, mm. but coming into our room at night, come out here and straighten up the silverware drawer. Who put this away wrong at three in the morning? So night frights, all that stuff. Wow. Let me also say therapy is a good thing. Yes, it is. You can't fix all this yourself. You have to get the words out of your own head to professional, not whining on Facebook mm-hmm. <laughs> and get or Twitter or any other platform for that matter. Yeah, true, true, true. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I come from. So humor saved my life. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is I honestly was sitting in my bedroom. I was about 14. I had a handful of Darvaset. I remember the bright blue <laughs> Darvaset. Don't remember how I got them. Um, they certainly weren't mine. And I had a handful and I was ready to take them. I, it was a basement bedroom, dark paneling, navy blue bedspread. I can see it all. Wow. But then I thought, <clears throat> Carol Burnett's going to be on. And Carol Burnett is my hero, remains my hero today. And if anybody has her number, I really want an eight-minute phone call. That's all I'm going to ask for, eight minutes. And it's it just, I didn't want to miss the show. And comedy is such a role in my life. If mother was laughing, she wasn't hitting us. Mm-hmm. Or if we were hit, us we siblings would meet up and do goofy stuff all the time to cheer each other up. Yeah, humor is a healer, and there's so many ways I can go into that. Mm-hmm. But that's the shorter version of my story. And I did write my memoir. It's called Laughs on Rye, and it's spelled W R Y. And it's about me becoming an improviser. I end up owning my own comedy troupe. It's award-winning in my area. Wonderful. And we do sketch comedy, much like Carol. Oh Burnett. yeah, those are fun improvisation yes. and musicals so i can sing i can dance i can put seltzer down my pants nice. and you know it's it became my thing i didn't know it at the time but that was what i was destined for i left school in 10th grade by the way so mm. that's why not having letters after my name was this big nobody's gonna read my book and you can't believe how many people have said to me that i was brave mm. And that they wanted to share their story with me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say about therapy. You can't just come up to an author and say, well, here's my story. I'll listen because I care about people, but I'm not going to help you. <laughs> I will direct you. So, yeah. but yeah. in sharing, we feel heard. And in yeah. being heard, we're healing. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting that, <clears throat> who was it? Um, was it? The stuttering comedian. What's his name? Do you know what I'm talking about? He started on America's Got Talent. He came out and he told some jokes and Howie, um, Howie gave him the golden buzzer because he says humor comes from a very dark place most times. And he says, and here you are with a disability that you have taken and turned into a wonderful thing that causes <laughs> people to laugh. And, you la- and you're right along with it. Um, Drew, Drew is his kid's name. This kid is an improviser that 
I got to, I got to one of these days get, see if he'll come on the, the show, but on stage, he has his little jokes, but in the middle of it, he'll break off and just go completely off script and start messing with the, with the audience. And they mess with him too. I mean, he, he enjoys it. Yes. Um, completely unscripted. This kid is brilliant. He's in the moment. He is so in the moment that yes. there's nothing you can do to, to, to shut him off. The more you talk, the more he comes back. I mean, nice. he's just really quick, but he came from that place. I, I think the injury was he took a, he took a, um, a baseball to the throat oh. uh, during one, during a game, it was an accident and it caused him to stutter. He's gotten better over the years, sure. um, but it's still there. And oh, there was trauma when it happened. There was trauma in the healing. There was trauma from kids who would rather make fun of it than understand it. Yeah. Well, and, and at, and at the time that, that he was, look at me now, I'm starting to stutter. how the hell. Um, at the time that he was doing his routine for AGT, you could tell he was super nervous. So of course it just pronounced it even more, which was right. in a way it was just lent to the whole effect of, okay, mm -hmm. not, not only is this, you're, you're not sure if you should be laughing and then the joke's funny as shit and you're looking at him going, all right, I think he's expecting this. So let's just roll sure. with it. Well, and some it, comics will play it up like Josh blue. He okay. Has Terrible palsy. Yeah. And he definitely he will is play another, it up. And it, I'm he's not another brilliant one. No, no, he's another brilliant one. He uses it just right. Yeah. Correct. No, no. It's it's interesting when you get people that have disabilities or injuries that have caused disabilities turn around and use it and go, Hey, this is life. Mm -hmm. And this is this is this is my life, and I'm okay with right. it. Um so you, you went through all of that. When did you, I mean, that was obviously the, the, the pivot point. What was the, what was the journey from there? I mean, how did you progress to just continue? Like, cause comedy isn't something you just jump into. <laughs> it, it was it, my it, escape. Humor yeah, no, was no, no, no. I, I get that part, but I'm, I'm talking about like, you're looking at it from the standpoint of like, you got like a second city kind of thing going with your troupe, mm -hmm. which is um, awesome. Improvisation is like the number one skill in my head for sales, for marketing, for just about anything in business, because you don't have a quick wit and somebody throws you a zinger and you can't respond, you're done. Correct. You're done. Three so, words that will stop any show. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yet those three words are some of the funniest in certain situations. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, 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 it depends on the situation, but it, there's, there's times when it's hilarious. Business, mm -mm, not good. <laughs> if you're in the scene with somebody and they say, I've got nothing, that yeah. is mm. a big old pothole. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's, yes. that's as bad as that's as bad as blank space on a radio station. Correct. <laughs> I was a DJ. That happened. Oh, I still dream of you too. I still dream <laughs> that the cassette just got caught in there. Oh, this. So <laughs> quick story. We'll get back on track here. Uh, I used to work with a radio station in, in uh, on Maui where I'm from called wild one Oh five. And they, you know, cater to the young kids in high schools and, you know, EDM music, which back then was called techno and everything else. Oh, sure. And, Oops. and I came, I came, I drove up to the station one day and I got out the car and I, I noticed the program director flying out of the office door, flying into the studio door. And I looked up and I went, is there a fire or something? So I ran, of course, you know, I ran in to go see what was going on. And he was running inside and he was doing stuff on the board and everything. And it hadn't occurred to me. There was nothing playing. I wasn't, I didn't, I, I didn't understand feel that right it. now. You're making me feel it. And, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, I didn't get that until I finally stopped and went, 
why is it quiet? Oh. And and I was like, oh shit, we got blank space on here. Dead air. Dead air. Dead like, air. Dead like, air. And like, all seriously. the salespeople are calling the station. What the hell? My truck commercial is supposed to be playing right now. Uh, uh, this is what we heard. Owie, make it stop. <laughs> Anybody know exactly how much of a traumatizing effect that the sound you had? Can feel. <laughs> Making me sweat. Making me know that somebody throw on Stairway to Heaven so we can at least go out and go to the bathroom and grab a sandwich. So as soon as I started hearing the commercials playing, I was like, oh, I get it now why he was running. And he came out and I said, how long was that? He goes, I think it was 30 seconds. I went, oh my God. <laughs> oh, Owie. Yeah, 30 seconds of blank space on, on air, and, and already I can tell you somebody over at the FCC is going, what's up with 105? What, what are you oh, it's mostly about the money. If that was a <laughs> oh, no, no. They, they were they were already calling, too. It was, that was one of the other reasons that it yep. was running down. Radio is not to ensure that you have music. Radio is no. to ensure we have sponsors. Yes, and, and money coming. That, that was that, Money, that, money. That pays for the power and, and the radio license that costs thousands a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I feel you. <clears throat> so, but you, you went, you went and you built all of this up. You've come forward to today. You even have a podcast now too, correct? I do. Okay, cool. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. What is your, what's your, what's your, what's your aim? What's your goal with all of this? I mean, you've, you, I mean, I heard you saying you, you want to, you want to have a platform for comedy and you're, you do, but I mean, are you, are you out speaking? Are you coaching? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Both. I have been speaking alongside running a comedy troupe. So I end up running the troupe awesome, and producing and taxes and all the unfunny, unpretty stuff. Um, no, no, you know, we it's shouldn't, still we shouldn't a go down that road. Me. What's that? <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't go down the T road. <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I stop into a, a gas station or whatever, I mean, it's less areas that I'm stopping into, but I was the poster queen. I was always producing, always nice. doing that. And I got pretty good at it. Um, but in January, I sunsetted the group because that marked my 20th year of wow. being in the show awesome. and of running it and speaking alongside of it. So I'm still speaking, but I sunsetted it. I said, because our show is in the fall, we would start writing in May and then get more heavily into meeting and writing mm -hmm. while I was still working full-time always. And then- producing this show that was three weekends, nine shows long in the fall. And every night, boom, 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 every improv different, every wow. sketch has its its goal. Sure. Um, but the group, and, and if it comes up, I would love to talk about the trust in the group. But the I, it was time. It was time. I wanted to see what fall would be like without running constantly and mm. always being tired. And uh, quarantine and COVID said, yeah, you're right. You're not having a show. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so it's funny that I got to say goodbye before it was my choice. Yeah. I left on a high, which is nice. Yeah. Would I, I'll still come out and do some improv shows. I'm sure I will. Sure, we sure. we did them for corporate parties for years. And that's nice. so fun because you're in the audience and I say, give me a place where two people might meet. And Michael yells out the movie theater lobby. Yeah. And somebody's selling shoes and you know, I'll put two ideas together and make it silly. You're part of the show without having to get out of your seat. You're part of the show because I used your idea and you, and that was exciting. You were chosen and I'm not calling you out. So that's the thing when I do coaching, I, I can teach other tips like that, that says, I'm not going to scare your introverts. I promise. When I come to talk to you, I'm not going to scare your introverts because people hear icebreakers and improv. I call it creative 
partnering. Yeah. And I will work with, I, I get a lot of authors that are about to do a, a book launch. How can I creatively launch my book right now? I can't just go have a party where people are going to drink and buy out of their buzz. But seriously, <laughs> you, you know, we, we buy with emotion. How am I going to do that online? We're all sick of online by now. Yeah. So I definitely can talk you through that. That's, so I, cool. I do a lot of business coaching and clients like one-on-one -on -one stuff. I love doing it. So you, that's my speaking is interactive. And I found a way to do it virtually. So you, I'm pretty you, brought up, you brought up something that because of what you talked about in your childhood that I do want to go digging into. Um, and I also want to investigate this thing called the Icebreaker Queen, which is a title you have. But let's go back for a second to trust. Uh, <clears throat> rewind. Re yeah. re rewind. Re 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 um, the <laughs> idea of having – yeah, I was DJ too. <laughs> I know. Um, waka waka. Yeah. <laughs> the, the idea of trust – um, for some reason, I don't hear a lot about it. And yet it's one of the number one things you must have and build before anybody will even hear, much less listen to what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Cause you can, you can talk like the guy with the bullhorn at the, on the corner that talks about Jesus. You're going to walk by and not even pay attention. But if you trust Correct. somebody, they could probably tell you some of their deepest darkest and no judgment kind of thing does that make sense it it does because we can all think of that person that that broke our trust right when you said that i can think of those that i would never share anything with i can think of those that i can immediately go to and know that i can be heard yeah, yeah. are you letting someone be heard and just let them get it out something that has helped my husband number three and i is third yeah. time's a charm yeah, well, I keep wearing them out. But the thing that helps us is that <laughs> are you? Oh, I would love are to you hear more stories of, about that. <laughs> I'm still friends with my exes. They oh, always help us move. That's cool. Always keep them in your life. You, that's you cool. never know when you need to have somebody move stuff that's heavy. <laughs> At my age, you don't want me in your life. <laughs> Not for the heavy stuff. Let me put it that way. <laughs> but with your partner, are you? Sharing a story and want to be fixed, that's a huge communication breakdown. If oh, yeah. I'm going to share with Todd something that happened in my work day, and I don't, I don't, I'm not non-confidential. I work in a police department. Of course, I'm confidential. But if I have to share, these phone calls were crazy off the hook. Today, everybody seems angry at their neighbor. I could say something general like that. Yeah. And we have learned to say, are you sharing because you want advice or are you sharing to just vent? So now we even will say, I, I got to vent for a second. I don't need fixing. And what a different way to even listen mm -hmm. when somebody says to you in a kind, gentle way, you should agree on that ahead of time. You know what, Michael? I just, I got to vent. Let, can I vent? And you're going to agree with what I'm saying and listen. It, that, to me, that's a trust builder. That's so yeah. huge. And it's easier on the listener. Okay, I'm not listening to fix or repair or give advice. I don't have, I don't have to logisticize any of this shit. I can just sit. Yeah. That's that's a huge thing with um one of my one of my best friends, one of my BFFs. Um <clears throat> we talk almost daily. Um, nice. And and when they call, it's they don't necessarily say it. I can just hear it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. The moment they start rolling, I'm just like, okay, time out. You vetting or you 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 looking for a solution? Nope, just venting. Nice. Okay, go. And cool. and they go. And then I may interject in between like, man, that's some bullshit. Right. Or, or I'll say, or like in a, in a conversation that we does like, and they were, they did this and they did that. I'm like, they did this and they did that, huh? 
because that's it's a it's a psychological thing when you say the last couple words of somebody they, they oh yeah and then they did it and you know it, it encourages yes, them it to is. keep on and getting it out it's a huge listening skill is to repeat something that you heard <clears throat> or to ask them to expand on it yeah they did that really well why would they take that car where was that from yeah. i'm listening <clears throat> yeah and and that was and it's not <laughs> fake you're also really no, listening no it, it it actually proves that you're paying attention um one of my ex-girlfriends my first ex-girlfriend, actually, I remember having a conversation um, on the way home from her work one night. We're driving, and she went through like four, four or five points as we as she was talking. And I said, "You know, it's interesting." And I took the last point and I went backwards to point number one. And she goes, "This is what I'm like really impressed with you by." That's what do you mean? She goes, "I just laid out a whole bunch of stuff, and you like." completely addressed every one of them you didn't miss a thing just, that's so cool i'm like uh should i not be listening <laughs> and and she was utterly shocked apparently her previous relationships they didn't really give a right. shit and they wouldn't right. listen they would always be trying to fix shit and i was just like i, I get what you're saying mm. and I, I think this is this is I'm, and i want to get into the group trust thing too because you mentioned that mm -hmm. i think over time if people paid just pay, paid present attention we, and i was just talking with another guest about this uh, two days ago when you're when you're present you gain trust faster right because like you said you, you just said it i'm valid you're listening you're not you're not just sitting there and going oh yeah yeah okay cool yeah yeah by the way i have friends like that too um that oh that was the best one i actually remember that john was sitting at a, at the i used to work at a at a harley rental shop and they were filled with a bunch of former hell's angels which was even funnier um and one of them was a mechanic and he was sitting at the he, one of the partners was sitting at the bench working and i hear him doing mm -hmm. yep uh-huh and he's working he's going yeah uh-huh oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah mm -hmm. uh-huh and i'm sitting there i'm going He's been he married a long time. Who's, who's he talking to? And I can't hear. And one of the other partners taps me on the shoulder and he goes, don't interrupt him. That's his wife talking to him. And I'm like, doesn't look like he's paying attention. He goes, he does this to her every day. She calls. She just talks. He just sits there and goes, mm -hmm, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh -huh. until, <laughs> it's on a recording. Until, on a loop. <laughs> un, un, until she finally says, all right, I'm, I'm going to go. I said, all right, love you. Bye. Click. And then he looks up and he goes, eh. And he keeps working. And it and works like, for them. Oh, it, it, it works did. for them. It did. They'd been married, I think, twelve years by that time. Yeah, he and knows it, she's just venting. <clears throat> and 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 that was that was their thing. We got a shit kick out of it just because of the fact that we're watching him as he's working and just yes. going, mm -hmm, "Yep, mm -hmm, yeah." No, that's oh. a that's a sketch, and every, anyone can relate. That's <laughs> that's why I said they. He's been married a long time. That's when you get to works. when you get to that point in life. I think you've 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 kind of hit the pinnacle <laughs> of relationships. I think. <laughs> I think you kind of got there. Yeah, uh, you probably work a lot longer hours just to be at work. But the opposite of the non-active listener, not the opposite, but I would say the uh, the darker side of that is yeah. everybody has this person at work, and I'll call my example Sheila because that's mm. her name, and. I'm sharing a story. Oh, did I almost spray coffee? You almost got you almost got a spray shot there. That was <laughs> okay. That's my goal. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not give up. I'm now going to put this over here. New away goal from my hand. <laughs> but I was sharing a tragic story. We lost somebody close to us over the summer, and it was a tragic 
uh, vehicle accident and Oof. not this person's fault. And I was seen at work crying and uh, tears rolling into the very absorbent mask and all that. And she said, are you okay? And I said, well, no, I'm having a moment. And she asked, and I, I shared a little bit of the story and immediately she said, Oh yeah. Well, back when I was, you know, oh. at this other city I used to live in, this nine-year-old girl got run over by a tractor and she lost her leg and blah, 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 blah. And I looked at her and I didn't wipe my tears. This is a really clear moment for me because normally you would make that other person feel okay. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, bull crap. I looked at her, let the tears roll. And I said, you're not helping me right now. Yeah. And I, that was a real strong moment of clarity to me yeah. because if you don't give a crap, you asked me only to learn. Yeah. You didn't ask me so that you could help me. So F off. Yeah. Who is You're not helping me right now is what I said. And I, I don't want up somebody when they're telling you a story. Oh, that's the last thing you do ever. You don't even, you don't even bring a story up. And by the way, I had to learn that one the hard way. I kind of ran into a situation like that. And a buddy of mine's pulled me aside and said, you know, you almost got knocked out just now. I'm like, I don't understand. What do you mean? He says, what you just said to that guy who just lost somebody he thinks of as a brother. You, you just, you almost got hit. I was like, wow, yeah. that's, I didn't realize that. And he goes, yeah, you just never do that kind of stuff. And that stuck with you. And that's good because it's not wrong to have done it. It's not wrong to possibly do it. But right now, if you had that reset from somebody, it hurts in the moment, mm. but guess what? It saved all your next conversations. If it affected Thousands. you enough that you remembered it and just shared it, Thousands. that means that was part of your active listening that worked with a girlfriend that obviously listening wasn't enough because you said she's an ex. <clears throat> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot more going on. Besides that. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. We're listening. It's, it's, yeah. No, no, that, we don't have <laughs> enough time for that one. No. Don't forget. I'm an interviewer too. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, the, 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 the amount of skits that you could probably pull off of the shit that we went through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And every one of them, people would be rolling. I guarantee it. Oh my! Uh, yeah, another, another, another podcast for another time. <laughs> there you go. Um, All the women that loved Michael and now yeah. don't. <laughs> All three of them, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and that includes his mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the uh, I I really I really think though, speaking to the point of trust. <clears throat> trust and being able to be empathetic without being again without being the fix-it person i can't remember what the word is that describes that um <clears throat> you find you find it easier to endear people i think is mm -hmm. the word. And, I, and i've been accused of that often it's like it's People will, will, for some reason, start sharing things with me. I, I, I don't know what the hell I said. I don't know what I did. And then I, it, and I, I've asked some people. I'm like, you know, you, you shared something kind of sensitive there. Um, why with me? And the response is usually, usually something close to, <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like I can share with you. Mm -hmm. And I've asked other mentors, and I'm like, what is this? And they go, well, here's what it is, Mike. You have an endearing style. Sure. And, like, and you're probably not talking crap about other people. So if somebody is always telling you about other people and the BS and the crap, and then did you hear what she did or they're on Facebook about it? You already know they're doing that to you when you leave the room. Are you kidding me? You can't yeah. tell me they're talking about all these other people, but not you. Yeah. So you must be that person 
that's not talking crap about others because for one, who cares? For two, you are trustable, but you are definitely an empath. You have feelings about other people and you can feel it and you are reflecting it. You're active listening and you're reflecting it. A lot of improv is listening skills, active listening, being present in the moment, building a scene, building a conversation. These are the things I can align with business. What you just said was, that just makes me immediately know that you're not talking crap about anybody else. Even, even bringing up an ex-girlfriend, there was opportunity for a joke, but instead of saying something, you said, well, that's for another time. You just protected that person. So yeah. you don't even realize you're doing it. You just are a quality, genuine dude who's not talking smickety smack. And people know that. <clears throat> well, for one, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but to add on to that, one, um, that was a first relationship. And I know I was not perfect in that relationship for a fact. I know I messed up on, some, on, a, on a few things. Um, I also know some of the things that that person had a challenge with. And they weren't necessarily just character things. They were there were some other esoteric stuff going on around that too. I'm I'm from Maui. Maui's a interesting place. Um, not to mention, just recently, she reached out. I haven't spoken to this person since '97. Wow! And she literally reached out and huh. said, "Well, I recently lost my mom," um, and she reached out having after finding out about it. And said, hey, um, I just wanted to let you know, I'm sending you my condolences for your mom. Your mom and dad treated me like a daughter, which they did. I mean, nice. she stayed with us for a while. Um, and she goes, and I will always remember how much love they showed me. Please keep being positive. You're, you seem to be a very positive person, which I think I am for the mm -hmm. most part. Um, <clears throat> which tells me she's kind of been watching me, which is a little freaky, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Well, you, know, you are in the public, dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in the public, so I. I, I gotta expect some stalking, right? Yes, um, yes. It, it, the safe kind, thankfully. But I look at it from the standpoint of you know. That tells me that. She's evolved. And she still has a good heart. Yes. And I'm. I'm cool with hearing from somebody that's like that. That's so nice. Yeah. And that she didn't have to reach out. She could have just felt bad about the loss of your mom. Yep. And I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one and the other ex also reached out. The one that blocked me on every social media platform. No kidding. Yep. Also said the same thing. Said, although I didn't meet your mother in real life, having my conversations that I did with her virtually, um, hmm. your mom was a good woman. And I was like, oh, thank you. You know, Her I, legacy. Yeah. yeah. My, my, well, my mom was a good, um, she was one of those that would adopt anybody that would have her. Sounds like it. Yeah. And and I was one. cool with that too because it was just like, yeah, yeah, my mom's just, you know, everybody's family. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it but again, it, it goes back to if there is if there is serious issue from a previous relationship where trust was lost, mm -hmm. um, there's a bag or a box, because you mentioned this earlier, that needs to be opened with a professional. And you need to go unpack it, clean yes. it, and let it go. It's interesting that you use the box analogy because what I say, I always talk about the backpack of rocks. Yes. And we're, we're carrying around this backpack. And all of us can picture right now a worry that we've already had today, mm -hmm. a thing that we need to do, mm -hmm. or a call we should make in all these things. Those are each and every one are rocks that we're carrying around in a backpack. And I'm not saying I have my crap together. I'm not saying I don't have some rocks right now. 
I'm saying, this is what I notice. Yeah. I'm not yeah. here to teach. I'm here to share and tell you what I'm working on. And if it aligns with you, neat. If not, yeah. er. so once you do this, for me, it's to-do list. Mm -hmm. If I write it down, mm -hmm. I don't have to keep thinking. So I, ha I, I don't suffer with mild anxiety. I rather, I celebrate it and embrace it on a daily manner. <laughs> and if I don't write it down, I'm going to have to go. I got to remember that parchment paper is on my grocery list right now. There you go. Parchment paper. When I get to the store, I'm going to see that aisle and I'll, I'll yep. remember baking goods, parchment paper. I'm going to end up with chocolate chips too. Let's be oh, real. Of course. But when you write it no down, gets, you can take it no out of your head. No one gets away from the chocolate chips. I'm sorry. That's just not, I, if they, not if the they, cheap they, brand, nope. not the sure fine crap. Nope. Let's go nope. Real. The real, the Godiva yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if you take a, if you make a list or you make that call or you can mm. keep reminders in your phone, I am a reminders person. It pops up. It Same. popped up today. Same. I set it a half hour ahead mm -hmm. so I can get my crap together, make sure, you know, I'm ready and log in and all that. If you make a list or a reminder list and set reminders, it's out of your head. That one rock gets to be taken out of the backpack that is on my back all day. Mm -hmm. Isn't it interesting that even the ones that seem to be the most together have the hundred pound rucksack. Mm. Yes. The honest ones will let you know that. <laughs> and then we said, well, those of those that don't like to admit that they don't have it together, don't realize that they're carrying three. Yeah. There, there's their past and their future. Mm. <laughs> I, nice. I, I've, I've had, I've, I've had the, the analogy for me is obviously get into the back room that's dark. It's got all those unmarked boxes, get them open and get them dealt with. Cause oh, your storage, so your storage, your storage space is only so big, dude. You know? Yes. You're uh, right. Yeah. But the way you laid it. Yeah. Um, and, and I like yours because yours actually, your analogy also is real in the fact that we all have a spot in our homes where there is the stuff for me. It's yeah. paper. I yeah. have a real hard time with paper. And so I do have the big shelf full of paper. Uh -huh. And, Clutter is an example of issues. So if you have a cluttered room, a cluttered space, a room that you don't let people in, no, don't be looking around. We all have a perfect <laughs> Zoom, our Zoom world. I will not flip my camera around. My wall is packed with sticky notes. It's actually uh, kind of funny, yeah. my sticky notes, because if I write it down, I don't have to hold it here. So it's, no, that's, that's, so that's not messy. That's a, that's a different type of organization. Mm -hmm. That's a creative style of organization. If, oh my you had, God. if you had post-it sitting behind you, I'd have issue, but in front of you, no, you're <laughs> all right. Here, all over. <laughs> there you go. See, they're pretty it, colors. Oh, they're that's like... even better. That means there's some organization, even in the colors. That's good. <laughs> I know, I know project managers. No, not, not lying. I know project managers oh. that still use post-its to this day, color coded. And they use it in the midst of their their daily organizers. So, Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're not you're not doing wrong. <laughs> so part of my anxiety would tell you post-its don't last forever and they could fall out. This is true. So, this I don't know true. about that. But there is I haven't seen one, on but your, no. there's an app on your phone you can use post-its too. Fun fact. New. Did you know post-its were a mistake? That. Yes, I did know that. That was supposed to be the super glue of the century. And he, and he screwed the pooch and somebody went, well, why don't you use it for this? I'm so jealous of that invention because for one, I love office supplies. I've oh, been yeah. For more years than, than I'd like to say. But <laughs> it's also this grand example, which I was just sharing on my LinkedIn page. It's uh -huh. this grand example of oops to wonderful. Yeah. yeah. From a mistake to a brilliant sharing, which yeah. is the same as a slinky. Yep. And penicillin. Yep. And I forget what else. So. Uh, WD-40. 
What? Do you know that story? Did not. Let me hear that story. Uh, you need to go listen to Mike Rowe, the way I heard it. He talks about it. Mike Rowe? Okay. Yeah. You know what Mike Rowe is. He kind of yells, doesn't he? Dirty Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like him. <clears throat> he's got a he's got a podcast. I was getting mixed up with Bear Grylls or whatever. Grill yeah, Bears that's, or uh, yeah. Uh, now, and, and of course, Grylls. now that you say it, I can't even think. Yeah. Um, One of them drinks their own urine, I, but it's yeah. probably not Mike. No, I don't think it's Mike. He drinks Mike, someone else's. Mike, Mike has worked in urine because of Dirty Jobs, but I don't think. <laughs> True. Okay. Yeah, boy. <laughs> He is, he's like salt of the earth kind of dude. He has a podcast called um, uh, The Way I Heard It. And I was listening to one of the podcasts and he talked about the story of WD-40 and how it, how it became what it is. Um, and he uses it by talking about the inventor um, that created the formula and then related a story of how it got used. Um, and, and you're going to love the story because it's literally one of those, there's no effing way this could possibly happen except like this <laughs> yes 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 oh i can't wait to hear that but <laughs> if i can the find thing, the link i'll we... send it to you oh you're the best i think it's a great example of when you make a mistake oh, okay here's an, a, a short example of when right. you make a mistake uh -huh. what can you make out of it yes but own it own that crap my son just sent me a picture he's 25 and he sent me a picture that his girlfriend spilled uh, nail polish on the kitchen rug and oh he my. actually used markers and made a whole scene out of it because <laughs> you're not going to get the nail polish out and of course you end up getting a new rug but he made a whole scene so with, you with, with permission i'd like that photo i just want to see what it looks like now no i won't share it but i want to see what it looks like because that, absolutely that's creative it. that yes. is creative it is creative he's whack yes. i love him yeah. that's awesome uh, guys, we got to take a short, quick 30-second uh, break. When we come back, we'll start talking a little bit more about uh, this icebreaker title that she has and what inspires and motivates her. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. And we're back here, Java Chat, sitting here with Lisa David Olson, cracking each other up on the breaks. we got to do this more on the show, of course. Uh, the second section, we usually talk about what motivates, what moves, why, why do we get up in the morning, why do we do what we do. Um, I, I have a sense of why you do what you're doing. Um, but we like to hear, like, what is it that really, what, what is it that really inspires you? I mean, you, you get up in the morning, there's got to be a reason. I have a full-time job, so my alarm gets me up in the morning because, sure. damn it, we need the insurance. Yes. <laughs> but I, I do have a passion for my day job, and I know that I'm making a difference in that, that I'm very excited to have because, especially with COVID and the quarantine and all that, oh, yeah. my family yeah. took a huge hit on uh, my husband's side, so... Our, our dynamic has changed and we're fine. Thank goodness. Financially, we're not. But on the other side, it, that's, it turned out that that's not the only thing. Our marriage right. is strong and we're making it work. And that's bigger than most marriages would have. There's a lot sure. of divorces right now. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of babies. Yeah. But um, I, what motivates me is connecting through humor. And I have a project in bravery. It's in my book. It's on my Facebook page. I love to meet people, learn their stories, just like you do, Michael. Mm -hmm. And connecting through humor is huge for me mm -hmm. because when there is humor, like let's say we were at the mall yeah. and something funny happens over on the other side. You and I don't know each other, but we're standing by each other. And maybe there's a, a family that speaks another language. And then there's some very, very old people and some very, very young people all in this area, right. safely, of course. Right. Something happens across the way. Someone just walked in with balloons and just started singing to somebody. And that's, we are engaged. Sure. You are not looking in your phone. Nope. You are, you are not <laughs> carrying on this conversation. If you are, you're deaf your and you, you can't, you just can't hear. That's all. 
we're all looking. Yeah, we are absolutely. focused and in the moment. And that is one thing that humor does. It demands your attention mm-hmm. by choice Yeah, because we're drawn to humor and it raises your endorphins and it lowers your blood pressure and it helps to quell your anxiety. And there's so many more reasons. But from that moment that just happened, language didn't matter. Age didn't matter. Language didn't matter. It was this thing that we all experienced. We're all going to go home and talk about it. Maybe we'll take a picture and put it on social media. And the thing is, is that's a ripple effect. And I do have a Facebook group that's all comedy. Just we share memes and talk smickety smack. There's no oh, political. You, there's you know no you're getting a, you're, You know you're getting a couple of requests today, guaranteed. I hope so. It's <laughs> counterclockwise. Join us over there. Oh, yeah. Well, we will. <laughs> In three months, I got over 2,000 people because you know why? People want humor. Yep. And people will message me and say, I needed a smile, so I went to the group. Or I needed that laugh, and so I went to the group. And um, it's it's monitored a lot to keep out certain things, but sure. that's that's what makes a successful group is that you know you can laugh. Or maybe you're in the mood for some sarcastic or more adult thing. Find that group. That's great. Yep. Yep. I get compliments even in person from a store owner that I didn't even know knew me. And he said, I needed a laugh today, and I went to counterclockwise. Thank you so much for creating that. And I was like, oh, it's everybody. Meant the world. I mean, I walked on Oh, Amazon. sure. But comedy is a ripple effect. So if we had that moment, if I have a moment at work and I answer the phone and somebody wants to complain about a car that's been in front of their house too long mm-hmm. and I talk to them, I'm in, a better, I'm in a good mood. I answered with a smile, which you can hear on the phone. Yes, you can. Comedy is a ripple and it, that is my passion. That is the reason I get up in the morning. I love to meet people and learn their story. I love to connect through humor and just the benefits of humor mm. is Mm. outstanding and Absolutely. the connections we make and how it affects the rest of our day you i don't know what you could compare to that no it's it's all about the serotonin right yeah it's all about that. the serotonin yeah it, i i think for the most part having been in a musician for 15 years um before i ever got into marketing you play bass i play anything string that is plucked or, oh. str- or strummed i'm a drummer we can jam oh it's on um <laughs> We have um, humor was the one thing that broke up what music can be. Music can become monotonous, no doubt. You listen to the same thing over after a while, just kind of like, uh, okay. But if you inject a little humor inside, there's like, oh, these guys got jokes too. Okay, that's cool. Oh, Primus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cake. Yep. Yep. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yep, all them. We all we used it. to we used to do um, on our shows that we used to play in Hawaii. Um, our first set was usually uh, a medley of songs, you know, just four or five of them, and then we'd stop and greet everybody, and we'd say a couple of our normal jokes, and then and then it was a free for all. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like we, because there are certain songs in in Hawaii that you can have fun with on the lyrics. You can change the lyrics and. We would do it to see if anybody was actually listening to the music. Sure. And on the days when people were really enjoying themselves and really paying attention, you'd start seeing this happen. We're up on the stage over here. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and, and like there was a um, – I can't remember what song it was, but there was a song that we would literally do farm animal sounds. Oh, my. And, and like you name it. Anything from the farm, <laughs> nothing was taboo. And I had the rooster crow down perfectly. Is there any way I could get that out of you today? Um, 
we'll see. Um, and it, it's it's one of those, but it was one of those deals that would seriously stop the whole crowd and go, "Was that a rooster?" And they're looking around. They're going, "You know, I thought I saw a chicken around here." No, you didn't see a chicken around here, you moron. That's that was the guy up on stage. But they don't know that because they think, well, we're we're in Hawaii, aren't there wild animals uh, around anything here? Anything can happen. It's it's a wild animal. It's wild roosters. Uh, okay, yeah, fine. But <laughs> but these are the things that we would do. Like um, there was a there's a Hawaiian song that talks about a donkey. Oh. Uh, there's a there was a a couple of songs that talk about uh, different car sounds, which was another guy. He's he was actually able to do those. And, <laughs> but we would do that because every once in a while, as much as we enjoyed as musicians, we enjoyed certain songs because we could really express ourselves. We would also look at the crowd and go, okay, we're not here for us guys. We've got to be here for them. So has anybody got anything that we can interject that might be a quick joke that, you know, people can catch on to. And we did, it varied from day to day, but boy, let me tell you when people were paying attention and they started getting us going, we started getting them going. And then we noticed that people started sharing jokes on their table. These are strangers. They'd never sit with each other before in their lives. They come to Hawaii and literally nice. half of them, if they find out that their their state, uh, their neighbor in their own state is there, we would tell them, you realize that they came this far to get away from you. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, you know, we had so many jokes. Um, what was the name of your band? Oh, no, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a luau show. So we get matched up, mix it was a mix and match oh. almost on the daily. <clears throat> there are a few staples, but we'd go to one show and <clears throat> we'd laugh because we'd see all these cute couples come in with matching outfits. Oh jeez. But and you know, it's cute. You know, they oh they're on their honeymoon or or they they're celebrating their their, you know, twenty-fifth or fiftieth wedding anniversary, blah, blah, blah. And our uh MC was a real clown, Barry. And he comes out and he goes, I wonder if you guys understand what this what this is going on here with these people that have matching outfits. And everybody would be like, oh, what, what, you know, and of course, the people in the matching outfits are like, well, what was he talking about? He says, what, what happens is, is that they're planning on getting so smashed, they don't recognize each other at the end of the night. And all we do is we match them up as they go out the door. <laughs> it's like human animals. <laughs> now, some of you might be wondering, if, what happens if there's more than one couple that has the same outfit on? <laughs> Disclaimer, we do not know <laughs> who it is that you're going home with that evening. Wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. Yeah. So if That in the is a great joke. Yeah. So if in the morning he has a beard and he didn't the night before, it ain't on us. <laughs> <laughs> sign here, sign here, yeah, sign here. You have virtually signed yourself a waiver. <laughs> we claim no responsibility. Make sure you keep your valuables in your car. <laughs> Tax title license extra. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But these are the things that we would, and that and that really did get a lot of those nights. Um, we had we had people come up to the stage and thank us for the music. We sure. had people thanking us even out in the parking lot, which was really odd. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like it proves how endearing comedy can be, and yes. and I think used appropriately at the right times, a little bit of humor can break the ice, and that brings me to, to the icebreaker queen title. Um, I'm assuming it's connected to because of the fact that you have so much comedy, but where did it seed? Like, where did it really settle? How did, how did that come about? Well, icebreakers make people flip out in yeah. a sense of yeah, uncomfortable. <clears throat> and, not, and, and not in a bad way either. Sometimes, well, you know, in general, 
you and I are pretty outgoing, but it doesn't mean I want to stand up and go see if my card matches somebody across the room. And I, there, there I are that days. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That one. doesn't work for me. Yeah, there are days that I came here to listen, and when they say, "All right, we're going to take a a three minute break," you you talk about it with your table partner. I understand that, and as a woman, we get a lot more of that in different things we go to. But there's days I don't feel like it. I just came to listen and learn. So that. Icebreakers need to be a little bit revamped to, you know, and in fact, I even hate that title because it evokes, you know, like me saying, I'm going to teach you improv. That is not endearing because you think you have to stand on stage and become a blue cow. And it's not true. I can teach you in many different ways. I'm not laughing because so, I was not a blue cow. I'm never no, a blue cow no. But it's funny. <laughs> but you can't say you're not because yeah. in improv, you have to, that's and true. you have to build on it. And you, yeah. that's part of listening. That's true. So if you say I'm not, you just did the, I got nothing. And now we don't have a conversation. Oh, no, I was, I was actually going to say, but because I'm in marketing, I do know what a purple cow is. Oh, <laughs> utterly adorable cow puns. So All puns, not but pies, the, puns. icebreakers <laughs> are also necessary if, if there's four people out to dinner, because oh, yeah. my husband is a, a superb entertainer. He created and ran game shows for decades nice. and he is, he is right up there with family feud. I mean, he created his own set for that and he was the host of family feud and he can do trivia and all these things. That's he super. can run a room, That's but super. you put him at a dinner table with another couple, let's say, oh, Steve and Barb asked us out for pizza tonight. And I don't know why I had to talk that way about it. So, <laughs> and we go and sit four people at a table and he is not excited. He's great in the moment, but the pre-thought of what are we going to talk about? But yet he could get up on stage and run a room of a thousand people easily. So that's odd. So those kind of icebreakers and what you already know is people love to talk about themselves. That's mm -hmm. why we both have podcasts. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I do that is my own icebreaker for my own life right now with quarantine, I'm at the store Nice. and in line, they say, how are you? So I'm going to say, I'm, I'm the cashier and you're the, you're the um, okay. customer. How are you? I'm good. How about, how about yourself? Good. Did you find everything? Pretty much. Okay. The end. Yep. Okay. So when they say to me, how are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. I say, we both just lied. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not. <laughs> My hip, oi, it's going to snow. But <laughs> You just gave me my next response the next time I go to Smith's or Target. Oi, my goida. Oh, my goida. Oh, you want to see my rash? <laughs> Did you find everything? Where's the ointment? So, oi, but, but what I do and what I have done, and it's really fun, and everybody should try it, I ask them. What are you doing for fun lately? Oh, now that's a good question. I have learned one girl is in a dance team. She was so excited that they got to still meet up at a safe distance with their masks. Yeah. I got to see pictures. Nice. Another guy, big guy, huge dreadlocks, tie-dyed shirt. He fosters itty-bitty kitty cats. Nice. Loves talking about it. And I can't remember. Oh, one lady, what was bringing her joy in the day was that she cleared out her basement of all her daughter's stuff that she had been storing for no reason because wow. the daughter didn't even want it. Oh. <laughs> she felt like powerful, man. She took that basement back. Yeah, I would, I would say that's a reclamation of territory. <laughs> yes. Where you don't even have to pee on things. That's yeah, another that, year in the reference. Cold, the Cold War is now over. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's ironic because she asked the daughter, hey, I want these out, so you better go through them. No, I don't need any of it. So for years, it just sat there. 
And it was a big aha. Talk so about rent you, free. Holy crap. I know. Can I bring my stuff over? Yeah, I got right. some rubber made totes. Exactly. I don't even have the um, totes. I'm just going to bring stuff over. <laughs> it's not even mine. This statue I oh, just wait, found, I found this the on the, I found this over by the dumpster. It looked kind of cool. I'm going to figure just <laughs> leave it down there just in case. I'll be back some year. <laughs> but in asking people, what have you been doing for fun lately? This uh -huh. has turned out to be this gentle icebreaker that. I have yet to have somebody say, I don't know. They oh. absolutely will answer. I have yet to have somebody not answer it. Totally and there's no harm that. if they wouldn't. No, no, not at on. all. It's in a very friendly way. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not digging into their life in, in business etiquette. We teach, um, you know, this thing called small talk or die, which is, is, is the essential of asking for a little bit of something and sharing a little bit of information without becoming overly personal. And right. even when you're doing a dinner, you know, small talk could be something as simple as, hey, did you see the, did you see the Golden Knights game last week? Or, hey, what do you think about politics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not advisable. Anyway, um, <laughs> not if you want to make it to the first course <laughs> or even pass the cocktails for that matter. No uh, doubt. <laughs> do it before yeah. they sit. Just, yeah, just exactly. a test. <laughs> just, just, just asking, are you conservative or liberal? <laughs> This is going to be a real good night then. Yeah, this is all I can talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever sports ball team you don't like. Oh, Let's yeah, exactly. Did you, do you hate the Packers? Oh, we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't hate oh. the Packers, by the way. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge football fan. I do like football. I like watching the game. I like when the games are good. In other words, I like when it's not a blowout and there's a struggle going on. That's cool. I'm all right with that. May the best team win, whoever that is. Yes. Um, but I, I, I just got, like the food at the party. I got some friends. Oh my gosh, the food's always good. I do have some friends though that will swear by certain teams, and it's because oh, yeah. well, we're from so this is our team, and I'm looking, I'm going, cool. And I'll text them when their team is winning, I'll be just like, Hey, they're killing it, and they're like, Yeah. Then on the days that they're not killing it all, I won't text at all. Well, you could text just a, a meme that has nothing to do with it. No, no. What what I usually do is I, I'll 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 text them something that has nothing to do with football. Hey, man, how's uh, how's uh, how's how's your backyard? Uh, is the smoker working? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but, I'll get but I'll I get need back. To help yeah, but, but you. my 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 team's not doing so great. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a sports person, but I, I do want to give you this tip. If if the team is winning, it's we are winning. But if they're losing, ah. it's they are losing. Ah, that's right. I remember that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that just because I'm not a I'm not a we kind of guy. I'm just I'm just like, you know, hey, they are doing great. Glad <laughs> glad y'all are doing well. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and I and I do mean all y'all. <laughs> oh yes. All of you collectively. All yeah, it's not just y'all. All y'all. Because <laughs> they are doing great. No, but it, it I think again, speaking to your point. Being able to tap into someone's joy as a means to break the ice, mm -hmm. one, it just makes absolute sense because you've, mm -hmm. you've, one, there's no wall at that point. The wall drops immediately. Secondly, they look at you like, oh, you actually care about what I like. Right. Maybe you might like the same thing. Honestly, it's not about whether I like it or not. I just want to know what you do. Yeah, right. Um, I love to learn what, what makes people tick because you would never put it together. You generally would never know that. You and for that two seconds, they, they mattered. And because what a mundane job. And I really appreciate workers being on the front lines because I thought stores were going to close down. So did we. we I we mean, I guess too. that's the whole TP I'm, thing. I'm in, I'm in Nevada. We, we were really seeing that possibly happening. It was like, 
Yep. I have been so grateful for the the people that out there on the front lines really yeah. keeping us in food and yep. making it creative and yep. talk yep. about improv. Yeah. Yeah. How about curbside pickup? Yeah. That how about deliveries pivots, and super pivots all over the place with that. I mean, the people yep. have created I honestly think it was really wise when companies like Smiths and Vaughn's came out with their own apps. And for oh, for yeah. for a long right. time I thought, well, who's gonna use that? Um now everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. Brilliant. I mean, Walmart. Order, show up, they bring it out to your car. Yes. Even the craft stores. Yes. We're yes. all crafters now. We all can make sourdough bread with our feet. We can paint. We can knit. And craft stores are even I, doing I, the curbside and the all feet that. have been cleansed. That's all I worry about. That's all I worry about. But it is. <laughs> well, toe jam goes really nice on foot oh, sourdough bread. Oh, she went there. I was through. <laughs> wow. I told you I have five <laughs> sons and I work with men. There's, 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 it's going to happen. That's not the borderline, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, toe jams. That's funny as shit. <laughs> um, there's a master networker that I read about uh, years ago when I was learning and getting my certifications for business etiquette and stuff like that. And he takes the same kind of premise, not exactly like yours. Um, but you know, when you're at networking events, which please jump in on this, um, there's always that one question that everybody sits there and goes, Oh God, here it comes. So what do you do, Jim? Uh, <laughs> what you do does not define you, nor is it, <clears throat> nor is oh. it absolutely your choice or the path you thought you'd be on. Uh, but the way he does it, I think it's brilliant. I try to get people to get me to invite me over to their house for dinner. <laughs> Let me hear how that goes. Interestingly, very well. And it be <laughs> because for one, it's the it's the shock treatment. It's it's the pattern. It's the pattern interrupt. And they look at them and they go, "You do what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I I try to see who who invite me over for dinner. You just outright ask. He literally says it. He puts it out there like that as a as a means to one pattern interrupt two see who's really serious about getting to know him and three seeing if there's any openness to actually have a conversation because at that point the person's like wait <laughs> this is not how i thought this was going to go what the hell are you talking about um i've done it and i got to tell you some of the conversations that i've had in and around that breaker have been phenomenal Oh. And 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 because it, it comes across kind of like how how yours does, we're talking about you. I give a shit about what you do. I re I really don't care what you do. I care less if you're making ten times as much money as I do. I want to know about the person, because yes. while business is business, business is still personal. Yes. Because if you don't trust me, you're not going to buy shit for me. Right. And vice versa. So. Yes. In essence, I'm basically saying, who are you? Mm -hmm. It's exactly it. I love to connect with people and find out what we have in common. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd have you over for dinner, but maybe a light <laughs> it, lunch. It, it actually got me one. <laughs> it got me invited over for a dinner once, <laughs> which I was like, okay, I wasn't counting on that, but cool. I'll show up. Why not? We'll see how that how works. How do you ask? Uh, and, at, and, at, and at the point, at, and then, then comes the next one, like your husband, I'm not entirely sure what the hell we're going to talk about, but let's give this a shot. Yes. <laughs> how do you even ask? What do you do? What do you mean? How do you ask to come over for dinner? You just ask? No, no. Literally in the midst of the, in the midst of the conversation is uh, after having said that, I actually had somebody look at me and go, okay. 
No, but show me how you ask. Like we're talking about. No, it's, it's, it's as we, as we, as we come up at first, it's, the, it's literally the, when it's the response to, and what do you do? And I, and I literally say, yeah, just try to get people to have me come over for dinner. Oh, oh and, oh. and the, and the retort, what one time the return was okay. <laughs> and I, and I said, I was like, well, that was unexpected. <laughs> what, what do I say now? <laughs> did you go? No, no, that that becomes the comment. That becomes the comedy that we have committed. We're going. We're yes. there, We cannot turn back at this point. We have passed the line. We're in the sand. We we are going. <laughs> unless unless your follow up question is, do I have to wear pants? <laughs> Stop so, giving me ammo because if it happens again, I'm going to use it. <laughs> is this is this with or without clothes? What kind of fabric is on your chairs? Because I don't usually wear anything. <laughs> I don't want to squeak. Please, please tell me it's satin. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking quiet factor, but yeah, you go there. Uh, well, it's kind of quiet, depending on what the under <laughs> part is, if it's fall leather or real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> leather, please. Leather. Not the fall type either, please. That's right. <laughs> satin has a tendency to fabric, uh, uh, what is it? Have a tendency to be a little bit friction on uh, between yeah. the two. <laughs> on my bum. Yeah. Although I've sat on suede and was very comfortable. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets bad. I actually went to a nude beach. Oh, we have them on Maui. Trust me, been there numerous oh, times. Oh, numerous I, times. It wasn't anything I needed to do because oh. I wouldn't sit down. We did. I it. thought we did it. Just I'm to in go Jamaica. <laughs> Second honeymoon in Jamaica. Nice. My my brand new husband that didn't last, but he was so excited to go to this nude beach and walk up and meet people. But in, in real life, he wasn't that way. So he just had this weird persona. I was like, I don't know if I like this side of you. It, it's kind of <laughs> creepy that you're happy to walk up to people and order from the bartender who's not impressed that you are a white male with no pockets for tips. <laughs> you're, you're not... <laughs> Not impressive in any way. So uh, I had nowhere to sit. So I said, that's enough for me. I'll meet you back in the real world he did, across he did, the little he river. He didn't just at least wear a, a fanny pack so he could carry tips in him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I mean, you Should've. could be a nudist. <laughs> Should have. Yeah. Should've at least a shoulder pack or something, you know. Should have had the fanny pack spun around to the front. Yeah, so. well. Yeah. Or at least over his shoulder. <laughs> you know that invites the bartender all kinds of fun on stuff. the nude island was like opposite of employee of the week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, he he was probably Frank. Like, yeah, you've been late five times. <laughs> out to the island. Always the Frank. You get you get to hang out with the nudists. Go. That's right. You get the no tip bar that they walk up to. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. No. Thank, glad you said walk up to and not saddle up to. <laughs> <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> oh, those stools oh. have known much less pleasure than usual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, anywho. <laughs> but how's your mom and them? Yeah, how's right, exactly. <laughs> I can just so imagine your that. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. How's your folks? Can I come over for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will we talk about? <laughs> Well, hey, what do you think about politics and nude beaches, eh? You know? So, 
<laughs> Why I never get invited back a second time by Lisa David Olson. <laughs> oh, no, you're coming back. There's no fucking way I'm not having you back. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're coming back. Um, <laughs> let's, let's try to bring this back here. Good luck um, to you. I'll be over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Project Bravery. We're going to take another pause and we'll come back after this. <laughs> about 30 seconds. We'll see you guys in a minute. <laughs> and we're back here at Java Chat with Lisa David Olson. Now that we've stopped laughing our asses off and try to get back to some semblance of sanity, um, we're. <laughs> I hate your dumb rules, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't make them. That's it. That's rules it. are stupid. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, I didn't make the rules. I'm lying, but that's, that's okay. Um, the. <laughs> The last section is uh, obviously we, we're discussing what um, what is it that Lisa's up to now and what is, what is she working on, um, and there's a couple of things in here seriously that I, I do want to discuss. Uh, one being uh, Project Bravery, and I, I really would like to give you a chance to go ahead and just lay it out. What is it about? What is it? Who's it for? And and what's the what's the um, mission or objective of this? My project in Bravery became accidental. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it didn't become accidental. It started accidentally. Sure. I saw <clears throat> some people downtown that two young ladies that had just gotten ice cream and one was a bright pink waffle cone and the other one had probably cotton candy or blue moon. It was just these sure. vibrant colors sure, sure. and you can't be sad eating ice cream. Okay. You can, you can eat Ben and Jerry's right out of the bucket watching lifetime, but that's a different story. This is when they were happy having ice cream. Not touching that one. Not. <laughs> it's a girl thing, Michael. No, it's not. I can and tell these... you right now, it is not just a girl thing. <laughs> oh, it's not? Oh. It's not just a girl thing. Oh, no. I hit another trigger. Damn it. Yeah, well, <laughs> just rock gently. Rock, rock. We won't talk about that. <laughs> and they were taking selfies, and they were beautiful uh, brick wall backgrounds. So oh, I just perfect. paint that picture. Those are the and best. My husband and I were walking by. And they said, would you take our photo? And so he, he is doing this thing. He's being a director and he's like, okay, look into the distance. You just lost your dog. Okay. Look at each other and laugh and laugh, laugh. And okay. Look at the ground now up at me on three and go. So he just became the silly director. Oh yeah. And then we went off and, and we went and checked into our restaurant. Then I had this epiphany as I call it. And I ran back outside and I said, Hey, can I get a selfie with you? And they were like, sure, are you an influencer? And I'm like, what's that? And they went, okay, you're probably not on Instagram. You're old. But yeah, we'll take a picture. So it's the way I remember it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so they, that's the Ben and Jerry's later in the house going, what did I do? <laughs> that's what drove me to understand the network. But I said, here's the thing. And this just popped into my weirdo brain. Let's take a selfie, but let's not smile. How weird is that? Super. You try that. And you have to laugh because that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like in that moment where you're trying not to laugh, that you're stifling your laugh that makes you want to laugh. So what came out of that was I used the timer on my phone and we kept a straight face and we made sure we weren't laughing. And before and after, all we could do was laugh our buns off. And it was it started my my project Serious Selfies with Strangers. Holy cow, look at that. It's ridiculous because that is crazy. So what happened after that was 
Um, I did a lot of these and I wrote in my book, I shared the stories. This is the lady at the farmer's market. Oh, Here's the guy in Chicago who could not look because he could not not laugh. He was so <laughs> awesome. That but is awesome. But in these stories, it's all these people I met. So going back to the ice cream girls, when my book came out, one of the moms connected seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or six degrees and connected with me. So I got to have a brunch. We went out for coffee and it was the two girls, some of their friends and a bunch of moms. I think there was eight of us. Wow. We had coffee. We shared stories. We took more pictures together. And then we went shopping at a resale shop and we broke out in ABBA songs throughout the whole store. They asked us if we were all performers. We met nope. because of that picture. <laughs> yep. We met because of that picture. And that is, that's not my goal is to make friends out of it, but just to have these stories and these moments to carry on the connectivity through laughter and through sharing the ripple effect of joy. But I've got solid friendships and, and just great friends like Chris that we took a selfie at a restaurant and we live in the same town and we've stayed in touch. There's people that when I was visiting in Colorado and it's all ridiculous and they love to find it on my Facebook page. And I challenge anyone, do a serious selfie with a stranger. Obviously you'd have to be safe with COVID, but they sure. can be in the background. You can yep. have your masks on yep. or just go to my Facebook page and look at them. It's really silly, but it's a connector that I didn't expect yeah. because I was brave and I took my face out of yeah. my hand computer for the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. and paid attention to the surroundings and interacted with somebody new. I swear that that is probably the one thing that's going to get people back together. Um, Maybe. I was, I was talking with um, Pete Bombachi earlier earlier this week and he has the general project which is um connecting humans literally. yeah and obviously i'm gonna have to now make an introduction between the two of you because i think what you're doing and what that. he's and he's a he's so cool you will totally enjoy him uh, uh, just he's a cool human period um we, we we were laughing in the very beginning because if you remember uh, a certain person using the last name Bombachi. You're 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 around my age, so I know you remember the name Umbani Bombachi. Who used that on Johnny Carson? My husband would know this. The night that Frank Sinatra was there, he popped in. Wow. Don Rickles. Really. And sat down and started talking with Frank. He said, Frank. Marco Mangananzo, two shots in the head last Thursday, and your good friend Ombani Bombazzi. I remember last that. week it, got into his have... car, and now he's a hood ornament. And of course, Frank. <laughs> and, so when I did that with 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 Pete, he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." It, it's these are the kinds of things that allow people to connect. Do you remember this? Oh yes, I remember that. We didn't do it, but we remember seeing it. That's yeah. enough. Right. That's enough. I like what you got too, because that's, I don't know a single person that I know that would be able to keep a straight face doing something. It's not going to happen. I, I, I'll try. Easy. I will try. But it's, I, I did a, um, I did a kind of a self-competition at one of the consumer electronics shows here. Cause we had a new product we were introducing. And at the time this beard was pretty long. And I noticed that at CES was what we, what we call it. <clears throat> There were a number of guys with beards rolling around. They and rolled like, around? Li literally, guys walking through. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they rolled by. Um, yeah. 
and they were rolling their beards too. They see me rolling. Yeah, they hate him <laughs> because because the beards were pretty freaking epic. Uh, so I I created a hashtag, <clears throat> uh, beards beards of CES. Nice. <laughs> and I think I got. I love it. I want to say I got somewhere around seven or eight beards like this to beards to the floor. I, I got oh, one nice. guy that has. And, and what's interesting is he didn't look ethnically German, but he was. Oh. And his beard was down to his waist. Oh, my. I'll have to share some of the photos with you later. But I would love that. But the connection was, hey, you got a beard. I got a beard. I'm doing this cool thing for Instagram. Do you <laughs> yes. mind? Yes. Nobody said no. They're all like, yeah, sure. It's exactly it. You don't have a nice big beard like that and not expect some attention out of it. You're not shy if you're if you're. Sporting the facial hair down to your belly button. Well, and 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 then I even had the the uh, what was their names? Two little two little guys. Uh, they were they were both Jewish. Their beards only came to here. They looked great. Oh I didn't yeah. Care, you know, doesn't matter. Some of some of our employees went and got on a, the an app that helped put a beard on their face. I have that photo too. I'll send that. Those. Oh, are too cute. Oh yeah, they're hilarious. Um, that is es creativity. Especially when Julie did it, it was even funnier. Everybody uh, wanted in. Everybody wanted in because it's a connector. Yeah, and and these are people. Even the people that I had that I was working with, it was my first time meeting them, and this just got us all on the same page of oh, we're all yes. clowns. This is gonna work. Yes. And, and you can create that way. When I presented to a security team once, they're like, well, we can't do comedy. We're, we're in this business for security. You know, we have to be the serious people. Not I really. said, you can connect. There's a lot of ways. What we ended up doing was they ended up, we played one of the icebreakers I play with businesses is the wacky wild ideas. It's called get your butt fired. And we say, what would get you fired today if, if you did it on lunch break? Oh, you don't want me say, playing that game. <laughs> I know. And that's exactly what happens. But we say, if you could do anything, you know, we've gone from drugs to open bar to live music to add a swimming pool in our break room and all this. Now let's make it workable. And it came down to, okay, we can have some tunes played at lunch and we can have root beer floats. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe we can set some paints out. You can make it workable and let's not really get fired. But we took the wacky ideas and made them workable. And as a team, we shared ideas. And if there were people in the room that weren't in the mood, they could just enjoy watching. And again, I don't want to scare your introverts. What we ended up with for the security team was the third Friday of every month was Wacky Socks Day. Perfect. Who does that See, hurt? Nobody, not a damn person. But when you walk through as a security officer and go, what do you got? Yes, And all exactly you're doing is just lifting up your pant leg and nobody else sees it but you exactly what happened yeah and, i love and, it and that's and that's i have a couple of friends that are attorneys and they're known for wacky socks attorneys I mean, have friends yeah well i they have colleagues anyway okay um, they 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 do the wacky sock thing <laughs> nice <laughs> i got two of them that are gonna even be shit after saying that one um, what yeah right they but it's 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 what it's what it's safe in a serious ultra serious security yes. and, and law to be able to sit there and go, yeah, well, you know, I'm known for my crazy socks. Yeah. They're, they get the little pugs faces on it or their I own have, face. Or... I have a pair of Airbnb socks. You want to talk about out there, their, 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 their colors. And if, if you know their colors, it's a kind of a aqua, like real bright aqua teal color with Caribbean. orange, with orange, the, the, the insignia in bright orange. Oh. Yeah. If I wear those. And my pant leg happens to pass this the the bottom the top of my shoe, 
you cannot not see it. <laughs> right, right, right. It's almost glowing. Yes, yeah. it's there. That's think, great. <clears throat> so obviously you you do you do these consults with uh, corporations. Yes. Yes. Even f- virtually, I can be interactive. Oh, sure. Where, where would where would people find that version of you? Do you have a website or something that they can they can? Well, my website is lisadavidolson.com. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, I, I like to do I, one that's coming up. Let me tell you this about that. Okay. April is humor month. Oh, so I'm really on the lookout for anybody that wants humor added. When I give a presentation, it's very corporate clean and I'd love to teach creative tips. So um, I'm, I'm connecting with a lot of corporations in April and like Dream Bank out of Madison, Wisconsin. I'm very excited because we're going to talk creativity and humor in the workplace. Nice, nice, nice. A way that it's not saying come off of your work, but ways that you can incorporate it, just like you and I just shared a couple. I've got other yeah. ideas that are all about the break room, how you can be interactive when it's when it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. But you carry that ripple to the next event that you have and it no harm. I think humor in the workplace, appropriate humor in the workplace mm-hmm. is just a honest necessity to keep the workplace a comfortable second place to be um i i use i use that as a reference to one second of of um allergies Mm -hmm. i use that as a reference to a um a marketing strategy that Starbucks used <clears throat> when they first came out. And I learned this from some, some of the people, two people that actually worked on the marketing uh, project. And they said, do you understand what Starbucks is? At the time, I understood it as a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. They said, no. I said, but they make coffee. He says, yeah, no, that just happens to be a part of the brand. I don't understand. I said, <clears throat> what's your first place? I don't know. This is where do you live? Oh, home. This is okay. We're worst place number two. Oh, work. I said, yeah, they want to be your third place. That's why it's set up the way it is so that you come there, sit down, relax, read your, read your newspaper and have coffee. They just happen to have coffee there. Huh. And obviously it's changed since then, but that was the initial premise and that was what blew them up. So what you're sharing here is that the second place becomes a comfortable place to be or a place that you can at least look forward to going to rather than, um, what's the old adage, um, two ways to wake up in the morning, good morning, Lord, or good Lord, it's morning. <laughs> I'd, rather the, nice. I'd rather the former than the latter if I'm going to a workplace, if I'm going to right. an office. Because at that point, it's like, do you wonder what I'm going to find in the break room today? It might be fun. Or I wonder what, you know, what fun antics I'm going to learn about that it maybe happened over the weekend. Or that and last can, Yeah. And can you picture the person at work who is the energy vampire who drains everything? There was this one gal that we used to have in the accounting area that I, I, I love birthdays, love, love, love birthdays. And I was bringing a card around and she said, and I said, I'm sorry. I don't know what, I don't know what you said. I don't know. Um, okay. I really can't hear you. And I want to. I don't sign birthday cards. Oh, you're her. Oh, oh. Well, bitch, please. We 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 I'm have a, we have a news for you out in the back. We'd like you to visit. <laughs> I'm like, 
I didn't ask you for money, yeah. anything. And you know what I did for her birthday? I hope a nothing. lot. Oh, I did a lot. <laughs> because look at, guess look what? At, look how at how sad. wonderfully nice I am. Nothing. <laughs> she got candy, a card, something funny, because you know what? How sad are you? I'm still Extremely doing my joy. I would think she's absolutely miserable. She must not have friends. She is. She is. And she didn't last there very long. But most people don't when they're like that. No, it turned out, honestly, that she did a lot of work to hide the fact that she wasn't working. And I'm not oh, even kidding. It was that kind of a deal. That's not but, good. But I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to get sucked into that. No. Energy draining vampire sucking no, no, no. world. That's not, no, it's not good. I'm still going to be me and say, here's a ginormous bag of M&Ms. So... Yeah, if a, ginormous, if a ginormous bag of M&Ms ever showed up on my birthday, my first would, reaction would be, woo! And then it'd be like, oh, damn, here comes the gym again. Fuck. I once bought the really cheap ones, and they were all Ws. Oh. <laughs> they melted in my hands. You're, you're, you're so wrong on a few levels with that one. <laughs> Just because I'm copying you? Is that why? How'd you know that I was messing things? with? How did you know that I was messing with that? I, I got eyes. This is my fidget. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't guess the other one though, and I'm not showing it to you. <laughs> the other hand? Nope. I don't want to know what's in your other nope. hand. No, 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 this one. Oh, I gotta find my toy. Huh. So this is this is actually an exercise thing that you you use for your arms, but you're working out. Uh, you I like I, yes, Mr. Girly Man. I work out. <laughs> Crystals are fun. Crystals are really cool. I actually enjoy them a lot. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Just to sit in. I want to go to that cave. Unfortunately, it's it's suggested that you not stay there very long. But I could honestly see me going to that huge crystal cave and just Ooh. sitting and just sitting down and just kind of just chilling. They're doing know. salt rooms now. N Himalayan salt not, rooms. Not the same. Not um, the same. I, I I get the premise. We actually have one up here, and and I'm I'm dying to go try it because I just saw it. I was like, I didn't even know we had one. But <clears throat> there's a cave of these huge crystals, the, the the white version of what you just showed me. Yeah. And they literally they crisscross and they go up and down, and it's stalagmites and tights and all them. The the well, it, but these are crystals. They're not stalag or stalag. Uh, stalag I was just trying to show tights. off about yeah. caves. Yeah, whatever, geologist. Whatever. Um, but. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the temperature in there is extremely hot for some reason. Oh, hot! Yeah, so you can't stay in there very long. Oh, I didn't know. Huh. They, they said I it's, that it's usually it's usually that. between ninety eight to hundred in, that, in that. that cave. After a while, that kind of heat can get to you. But anyway, whew, back to center. Cool deals that we have um, when it comes to being able to help a company realize. Uh, a difference doing stuff like that what are the kind of results that you've seen when when they when they when they employ some of the things that you put in there what are what are some of the results that that have come about because of that i mean people have to yeah it's all a great idea but does it really work well here yes yes it's it's about being present and including the customer in on that joy and it lasts because the ripple effect of if you get a new employee and they don't get what sock day is, they're going to share that story and give permission to play. Yeah. So permission to play is also the understanding that it's in that moment, it ripples out, but we get back to the manner of what is going on at work. Right. So you can have different contests on the wall. You can um, have prizes. 
you can put up a meme without a caption on the wall and say, mm -hmm. give it, give it a caption. There's a, a prize on Friday. And you know what? Prizes don't have to be a big dang deal. No, it could no. be a candy bar. It could be a bag of chips. I almost gave a brand name out. I almost said Doritos, but I didn't. And or it nice. could be anything. It could be the brand new Mountain Dew that came out. People want to try it. It could be something. It could be a Hershey's Kiss. I'm just saying a prize is a prize and everybody loves to play. So it's not going to affect your work to walk by and think of a caption. And you know what they do? Even though I work with amazing officers in the day, they love to play. Oh, yeah. And people think that it's all rigid. In the moment when it's okay, they would definitely chip in on the wall. You know, like sent around my boss's birthday card and instead of just signing it i asked everybody to add a line to the story oh no mad libs right. of course i started that's a mad with, lib that's a mad lib that's a mad lib all day <laughs> that's what improv is it's a 3d mad lib yeah but i i and you can do this on the wall of your home where you just have pens and paper at the ready and you say take a turn at a line and it's it started out this one day michael picked up his scissors yeah Somebody else is going to add to it. And my boss's birthday card became a long story about how the boss had pet chickens and he took his favorite one for a walk. And I won't say the rest, but it was a very memorable, though it had a sad outcome where the chicken I, died. I, I, I have a, quite a few police officers as friends. I can't imagine how badly that thing spiraled in, in just a moment's notice. But it was trust as well, because not only would we never share that publicly, we also know when you work together, you know each other's handwriting and oh, you know yeah. who said what, or you know who tried to hide their handwriting. And it became this whole collaboration that hurt no one. Yeah. It became a memorable thing. And it was more fun than saying, happy birthday, chief. You yeah. know, it just became all these things encompassed into this moment of joy. So what it brings to a business is permission to play as long as you keep your nose in your work. But look at the ways you can have fun with meetings. And, and, you know, I challenge you, start your meeting on time and honor those who are on time. Yeah. You pass out, again, with candy bars, you pass out some sort of a treat to those who, who showed up on time. Mm -hmm. Guess what happens your next meeting? Oh, absolutely. All day. I think that, um, and again, going back to the fact that we both, I haven't worked with officers. I just have a bunch that are friends. And <clears throat> people don't realize there's quite a few of them that have really good sense of humors. They do. Uh, they they and and they are creative, and it's and they, if you think about the reason behind that, consider the stress they go through. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether it's in a, whether it's stopping off at, at a house or a traffic stop or having to actually engage in a in a confrontation, you have to be creative. You don't know, and when they walk out that door, it could be something like a lost pet. But what they find along the way, you don't know. And there's I'm no, in a small no town, town, but we're right off the interstate. I'm yeah. telling you, you. We just had a car on fire. You just don't know. Yeah. And so I so respect them. So yeah. when they're in the moment, they are in that moment. Yep. But, but we for, do play silly games like, guess what this jerky's made of? <laughs> you want to try it? We're, I'm in the Midwest. So oh there's no. a lot of hunting that happens. Oh, no. And I also will tell you, if you don't try it, you're going to be picked on. Or oh, if you I'm, don't, oh, I'm, I'm sure. If you don't take what's in the hand that's like this, oh, if no. you don't just brave up. You don't tell them what you're afraid of. I tell them I'm afraid of $20 bills because if they know I'm afraid of spiders, guess what's going to happen? Oh yeah. All day. Anyway, that's, that's probably one of the, and the nice reverse psychology on that one too. Good job. <laughs> um, cause 
Spiders don't bother me. Centipedes bother me. Scorpions bother me. Noted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fake ones don't. It's when they move. That's when I have a problem. <laughs> right, all those legs. All those legs. When there's when the legs start moving, I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Um, <laughs> or if they start getting up and doing this number, and I'm just like, yeah, no, that's satanic. You can go away now. Bye. <laughs> Not having that one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this has been more fun than fun. Uh, so you so you, you have uh, LisaDavidOlson.com. You have the group. Uh, what was it called again? Yes, it is Counterclockwise on Facebook. Counterclockwise. And then I'm on you, Instagram and my podcast is called Stranger Connections. There. That's, the, that's what I wanted to chat about next. What kind of guests do you have there and who are you looking for? I want the weirdos, please. Okay. Send me somebody who has the quirkiest life story, the strangest career, or the wildest hobbies. I've, I've interviewed a monk who was a monk for many years and then quit. So nice. I wanted that story. I interviewed a gal from Hollywood who's a screenwriter. That's not what I talked about. I talked about her panic attacks and how she overcame those. Mm. I've had a lady analyze my handwriting, uh, a feng shui expert who will tell you what's up in your house. Mm -hmm. And also align it with the Chinese horoscope. Is that, why, is that why you have all that stuff in the corner over there? Nice, good job. She yeah. did not. She did not talk about my my office. She <laughs> complimented it. I usually get a lot of compliments on my paintings. But, I like um, I like the plant. The plant's cool. Oh, thank you. I fake water it when I water my real plants. Ah, <laughs> I talk to it. Good. Thank you for your service. Yeah, right. Exactly. You so, use the blow dryer to get it dusted off. Is that how that works? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, well maybe we won't. We won't. We won't talk about the mental issues behind that. But that's okay. <laughs> So I've had, the, I've interviewed a man who's been sightless since birth and we became really good friends. He, he, he and I jab each other constantly and make all these really inappropriate jokes. Like, Hey, I wish you could see, cause I just had my hair done today. <laughs> He's like, I know I can't see, but girl, you need some makeup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, a, he is so that's fun. a good burn. That's a one. You that need him on your show. I, you know what? Good. Get us introduced. I'll I'll be happy to have him. I that, will. He is amazing. And he's brilliant with music. That's brilliant. even better. He's that's got like a better. master's. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So check out Stranger Connections. It's it's a quick hit show. It's but I want I'm still looking for the former nurse who walked on hot coals. Oh. I can't find her again. So send me your weirdos. Send me the strangest stories, the hauntings, the whatever. The yeah. Check out my show. Definitely, we'll be doing that. Um, and of course, I have a comedy album out. If I could plug that quick, absolutely. What's is it on uh, iTunes? On the and iTunes, Google. Yeah, good, good. It's good. on the iTunes, and it's um, old, old phone calls that used to be on cassette. Then they were on CD, and now they're on iTunes. Are these, are these prank calls? Maybe. Oh. Yes, it's actual <laughs> telemarketers who called us. Oh yes, I love those. Yes, yes, <laughs> and it's called Fun on the Phone, but it's spelled P H U N. Fun on the Phone. That's going to be I have be... 22 of them. Oh, it's going to it's going to take up a lot of my time. <laughs> it's fun to listen to when you're driving or something like that, but it's I didn't let the people get out what they wanted to. Some of the some of the some of the prank calls that I've heard are the, like the one that was going around about John Cena. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, they got her so many times. That was so I was just bad. like I was like how can you how can you not <laughs> It, it's like one after the other after the other. Did you not figure out that they're going to call you again? Right. And she right. took it. She just yeah, took she it. Yeah, she just wanted it. I, yeah. I, <laughs> all right. Whatever. I, yeah, right. But yeah, that's that's what I do. But it was telemarketers called me. So they're the guilty ones. So, And I did bleep out their names because I did get to yeah. meet Tom Mabe, if you know his no, name. No, you met Tom Mabe? 
not in person, but when I worked in radio, we, we interviewed and he said, because I let him hear a couple and he and I chatted and he said, make sure you take out the business name because oh, if yeah, they, they could turn around and take your house, that wouldn't be very fun. And he ran a new one by me at that time. We're talking yeah, 20 ish years ago. And it was that they called and he was talking about ADD. And then every time they would say something, he's like, wait, how long do you microwave a burrito? And he kept doing these interjections. And my, I let him know about mine. My where favorite, I made a, my favorite with yeah. him was the, the, telemarketer that called right in the middle of the murder scene yes he he said i'm sorry you're part of this scene now yeah now that you, you called. yeah now that how you do called. you get blood out of curtains yeah <laughs> what's the other one um now we we both know that he was a, a flaming a flaming <laughs> what, was, what was the nature of your relationship with mr oh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like oh no i don't know him like that <laughs> so i was i was dying i was, I was at like, a coffee house in my city and we got to talking about pranks and such and mm -hmm. telemarketer calls and how many calls we're getting. And she quoted one to me that she found hilarious once. It was one of my own calls. No way. That's cool. I went out to my car at that time. I had him on CD and I said, you need to have this because you just <laughs> quoted me number four. <laughs> it was mine. And she goes, no way. It was at my friend's house. I'm like, this is one of my best days ever. <laughs> but I would like more coffee, please. Yes, exactly. Just a so. slight refill. Uh, room for cream. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, thank um, you for all this. We are definitely stay in touch and send me your weirdos for my show and check out my stranger connections. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be jumping in on that group because that, that that's that should be a blast. Um, thank you so much for coming and, and sharing your story, sharing your passions. Uh, I ton of alignment as far as how all of this works with icebreakers and stuff. Absolutely. When you come back, we'll have to talk about pranks. We didn't get to talk about that this time. Ooh, we could do that in April for Humor Month. Yes, it's not a bad idea. Um, I'll have Brianna reach out to you. Um, Sounds good, guys. This was this was a lot of fun. I I like lots of fun. Ob for me. Obviously, everybody knows I love to laugh, and if you couldn't tell, I was for about seventy percent of the the podcast. So <laughs> you pass with I a love, C. I love um, fake statistics. Yay. <laughs> you you pass with a C. It's good enough. Um, All right, <laughs> C for comedy. That's me. <clears throat> it's perfect. Next time we go for the alpha. Um, <laughs> we've got to get at least a 90. Anyway, <laughs> guys always know how we love to end this. Uh, if Make sure you check out the comments below, all of the, the links for her podcast, her group. We're going to, we're going to get them all down there for you guys. Go ahead and jump in, get involved, you know, learn this. This is the kind of stuff that you should be sticking into your, your being because humor does help humor can heal humor can uh warm up humor can do a lot of stuff used appropriately at the appropriate times uh, make sure that you're if you're not subscribed to our youtube channel what the hell hit the damn What's button problem get the get the bell next to it too get to clicking um oh wait hey <laughs> anyway uh, <clears throat> be my buddies from the bronx hey i'm coming over to your house for dinner now click yeah. on subscribe <laughs> exactly and make sure you hit the bell so you can see when the next awesome person like this comes on. And if you're listening to us on any of the 13 platforms that we're on, download, subscribe, feel free. You know, take a couple of us, a uh, couple, couple of us, take a couple of us with you. And then if you're listening to us on anchor.fm, feel free to give us a support there. Every little bit helps. Every time we end, we always want to tell you all we thank you for making the time to listen to the content that we produce. We really do appreciate it. We love every one of you. Make sure you stay up, stay safe, stay healthy, and live. For Lisa David Olson and for myself, Coffee with Mike, ciao for now. Thank you.
For more information on Java Chat, visit www.javachatpodcast.com. You've been listening to Coffee with Mike on Java Chat. Tune in weekly to this podcast for the next episode. You can also download or subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. A production of Oasis Media Group, LLC. Located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.